Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky, or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command a stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Julian Hayes II, and thanks for tuning in to another installment. It is such an honor to have you here. And in today's episode, we're going to go over two simple truths that aren't anything new under the sun, per se, but these are perhaps truths that you may have forgotten, or at least these aren't at the top of your mind right now during the current times that we're in. And then after that, I'll be making a special announcement that I'm really excited about. But moving on to today's topic, this is one of the rare times in human history and most definitely during my lifetime that a single thing has connected every human to each other. I always said this was a quantum world that we're living in. And now there's definitive, visible proof of that. And that connector, of course, is the COVID-19. This is one of those those rare threads where all 7.8 billion people in the world right now can all relate in some form or fashion about this singular topic. This quote-unquote crisis or pandemic or whatever you want to call it, It's affected us, all of us, in different and unique ways. Some of us have seen our businesses go up in flames, or maybe we're witnessing the business burning right now, and we're looking to put some flames out. And other of us, we have so much uncertainty. We have so much tension right now. And we have this uncertainty and tension around our businesses and our life right now. And we have so much of it that it's difficult to focus upon anything else. And other others of us, and I'm in this category, we have lost people very close to us and have had to navigate and grieve in unconventional ways due to restrictions, lockdowns, and just the prevention of large gatherings. So it's been a Uh, a weird time as well. So for all of us here right now, 
we're all in a storm right now, every single one of us. And some of us are dealing with stronger winds than the others. But nevertheless, we're still feeling the storm. We're still feeling the wind that's pushing us right now. And this became the impetus for me thinking about today's episode. It actually occurred to me while on a walk this week. You see, there's a process or a pathway of sorts that each of us will grow through during these challenging and uncertain times. We'll experience chaos at first, where things are seemingly overwhelming. And then we'll transition to a phase where you're accepting these current realities. And then finally, there's the evolution phase where we use the chaos and the challenges to mold ourselves into a capable version of handling the current realities and scenario. And think of that as the growth catalyst. So in these challenging times right now, our businesses are under siege. They're they're evolving. They're changing at a rapid pace. But so is our health and our energy. And our health and energy, it isn't just a matter of food, macronutrients, or exercise and fitness plans. You know, if anything, for us entrepreneurs, for us leaders and high performers, it's much more than that. One of the biggest energy drainers and threats to our health is the mental and emotional stress that accumulates throughout the day and ultimately the course of weeks and months right now. And so for many of you, you may be in the chaos age right now still, where things are still difficult to see beyond the personal well-being, the financial safety of the business, or maybe the financial safety of your personal well-being. You may be operating throughout the day solely on adrenaline, which is giving you a boost of temporary energy right now. Cortisol is also going to be higher right now. And Fear is an amplifier right now that's leading you to act. It's leading you to just do things, to stay busy. That fear is driving you right now. Nevertheless, though, whatever reason that you may be in the chaos stage right now, there are some important actions to revisit when it comes to optimal health and energy. Not only will these actions be beneficial to your immune system, they'll also be beneficial in preserving your energy and helping you to consistently show up each day in an optimal state. And so that leads me to the introduction of these two points. And number one is you must maintain a long-term vision and plan, especially during these times of chaos. So companies create mission statements to help in their their, um, strategic planning, along with identifying their main purpose, their core values, and their goals. So on my wall above me right now, it is my company and my personal values and my creed that I live by. And in times of crisis, it's easy to fall into a reactionary mode and lose your grip on reality, lose your perspective on where you're going in both life and business. You start to lose your compass because everything gets muddled. And so there will be a lot of advice when it comes to business and even health and fitness right now that is nothing more than Band-Aid solutions. And you ultimately cannot cover a gaping flesh wound with a Band-Aid. It's just going to bleed through. So short-term pleasures and tactics, these are just simply leading to long-term agony and frustration in the long run. By speeding up right now, by hastily taking actions and just doing a bunch of random things just to cross off a list. 
you'll only have more to clean up later down the road. This is why it's key to slow down, to speed up. And so with that in mind right now, if you haven't already, and it may be difficult, it may seem counterintuitive because you're not just out doing and, and, and doing and, and uh, taking some kind of action that you can see externally. But right now, one of the most powerful things you can do is to set aside some time to review or create a mission statement around your health and energy. Because just like in business, when you have your values and your principles established, making decisions is much easier because it simply comes down to whether something is incoherent with your values and your principles. Your optimal health and energy vision is going to help you set goals to make decisions to focus on your priorities and stay committed during the most uncomfortable moments and during the most chaotic and distracting moments that we're in right now. So many things are vying for your attention right now. So many things are vying for your emotions to take your energy away from what truly matters. So when I'm initially talking with a potential client, one of the very first things I do is pose the question, if you could have it any way that you wanted it, pretend you got a genie right now and you can create it however you want. What would an optimized and enhanced life look like? What would be true for you one year from this date? And when you're making this vision here, you want to keep expanding it. And a lot of times, the first answer I get, it's still very small and they're not thinking bigger. So I challenge the individual to think bigger, to think grander, because we're truly, we're truly capable of so many greater things in the long run. And so when you're making this vision here, it's a compelling description of your best self, your most ideal self. This defines what you truly want and how you live when you are at your very best. This vision includes things such as your behaviors, your actions, your strengths, your feelings, your values, your relationships, and many, many other things. And when you read this vision, it should be of one that gives you confidence, that gives you energy, gives you a renewal of spirits in case you're feeling low at the moment. I have a document. It's like a, a journal that I read. And I thought about when I uh, lost a loved one a little over six weeks ago. And I, I went to read it maybe two to three weeks after because it was hard to get started back working. Um, I wanted to work, but my spirit, my energy wasn't there. And just reading through my document and just reading the vision that I had laid out beyond just professionally, but personally, and the impact that I wanted to make, the people I wanted to help, you know, reading those things just energized me. And that's why we have those things. Because in times of crisis, in times of chaos, in times of really tough obstacles and in, in this sucky moment, we need something to be our guiding light. We need something to serve as our hope and inspiration for that moment to give us the spark that we need. And so this vision here, it serves as your catalyst to moving your values into actions during this crisis or any other time. 
And so to maybe help with this, because a lot of times we hear about having a vision, having a purpose, we hear these words, and I think we understand them, but what does that practically look like? You know, how do you go about this in like a practical way that makes sense? Because I'm not really one of those airy-fairy dudes that likes to live in the clouds too much. So I'm going to read off some questions and perhaps give you some starting points that you can start to write your specific vision, personal values, and manifesto of sorts. So one of the most obvious things is that a lot of people like to think about is how much would you weigh? What would you see when you step on the scale? What's your ideal body fat percentage? What would you feel when you pinch your stomach? How would you feel when you take off your shirt? How would you feel when you go swimming with your kids, perhaps? How would you feel when you get home from work? How would others perceive you? How would others perceive you when you're delivering a presentation? Pretend you have abundant amounts of energy right now. But what does that exactly look like? What do you do? when you have abundant amounts of energy? How does that data look for you? How's your relationships? And include intimacy here. How does your intimate life look? And I have some more prompts here as well. So what are some of your core values? What's really important to you? What do you like about yourself? And what do you like about your life as it is right now? And be unapologetically honest here. What do you want your life to look like that isn't part of it right now? What exact results are you looking for? When do you feel most alive? When do you least feel most alive? How will you feel as your best self? Who are the people there with you? Who needs you right now? Who's counting on you right now? And you can go on and on with these questions. And I love questions. I love building from the inside out when it comes to our health and our um, and our most enhanced self. You know, this world likes to break health down into just talking about macronutrients and talking about what foods to eat. That's some of the easiest parts, especially for entrepreneurs. That's the easy part. There's a lot more things going on in the entrepreneur's world than just the everyday person's world. So these little things that look like small intangibles these make a big difference because these are the ultimate drivers that really shape the system into what it could be or what's it going to be. And so when you ask all these questions, when COVID-19 or whatever else that presents itself afterward, you may be punched and even knocked down on the mat from the circumstances. But with the right resolve, and the training that leads to the right resilient system, you won't stay down long. That is part of creating the anti-fragile human system. As I said many times so far, nutrition and exercise are only a fraction of it. There's a bigger system at stake. There's a, a plethora of more inputs to the system that must be accounted for for optimal health. And having your purpose and your mission of sorts laid out gives you that necessary juice 
to move on the toughest of days, even if it's at a snail pace, you're still moving forward. And for those of you who may be thinking, well, Julian, I already know my ideal body fat percentage. I already know the type of health energy I want, the type of relationship that I want, the type of business, and et cetera, and et cetera. Maybe you just need to simply go back and refine it and read it and see if it still gives you those same feelings, that same vigor that it did when you wrote it previously. Or maybe it's like a computer and it just needs a simple upgrade for the next phase that you're in right now of life. And so the second truth here is that you must believe in delayed gratification. So if there's one value or skill per se, to instill in yourself that will ensure success. I, none could rival delayed gratification. It's at the root of every effort toward positive change, toward every goal realized, toward every health goal, every dream of sorts has delayed gratification as a core ingredient. And delayed gratification, it's essentially making short-term sacrifices to gain long-term success. And there's this known study back in 1972, which most people have heard of now. It's it's one of the most shared studies that the media uses in many um, magazine outlets. It's the Marshmallow um, Experiment. And this experiment garnered attention for many reasons. The experiment began by bringing each child into a private room and sitting them down in the chair and finally placing a marshmallow on the table in front of them, just one. And next, the, um, the researchers, they offered a deal to each of the, of the kids. The researcher tells the kid that he's leaving the room and if the child doesn't eat the marshmallow while he's away, he'll give them another marshmallow when he comes back. But if the child eats the initial marshmallow before the researcher comes back in, then they won't get the second marshmallow. So simple enough, right? So one treat now or two treats later. And the researcher leaves the room for 15 minutes. And some of the kids, they immediately eat the marshmallow as soon as the researcher closes the door. Then there's another group of kids who they wrestle with it for a bit but then they eventually give in to the temptation as well and lastly there's this group who just hangs on for dear life and they restrain themselves until the time is up and this aspect that i just read that's not necessarily what made this study just so popular over the years and what has made it endure the test of time. It's what happens next. And that's throughout the years, these researchers, they conducted follow-up studies and tracked each of the kids' um, progress in a multitude of areas. And what they found, the children who were willing to delay gratification and waited to receive the second marshmallow, they ended up having higher SAT scores, lower levels of substance abuse, lower likelihood of obesity, better response to stress, better social skills as reported by their parents. And also, um, another thing in general, these kids had better scores in a range of other life measures of various sorts. So for more than 40 years, 
these researchers, they followed and they stayed in touch with these children. And over and over and over again, the group who waited patiently for the second marshmallow succeeded in whatever capacity they were being measured in. And this experiment was evidence that it shows the benefit of delayed gratification and just how it applies to success in your life. But, you know, I, I want to pause on that and not move forward because maybe a natural inclination to think after hearing such studies like this is, is delayed gratification a natural skill or can you acquire it? And so much like everything else, delayed gratification, the skill set of it, it's complex in nature, much like the human body, much like the immune system. So this story shared, I look at it as just one input for an example, as far as being a um, definitive verdict. You know, our human behavior, it's complex. And the decisions you make around five years old, it doesn't equate to a permanent destiny for adulthood. I, I think that's, that's, that's a little far-fetched. But with that said, though, delayed gratification can be built up for numerous reasons. And, you know, on a sidetrack, one cool thing um, to note is that some individuals are genetically predisposed, or I should say have a higher propensity to be on the more impulsive side. And this could be to them not getting adequate amounts of dopamine. And this is a powerful tool for a lot of clients especially those who struggle with food control and the impulsivity around it. And so we could begin to mitigate this by boosting their system to natural levels of dopamine. And this also plays a part in how you experience and handle stress. So, but anyway, though, delayed gratification is critical right now, especially right now in this point in time right now for us entrepreneurs and leaders because you're going to be tempted by so many random actions. You're going to be tempted to just do things with your business just because to react, just because. You see people on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, people are making offers. People are just doing a mad flurry of actions right now. And you might feel that impulse that you need to do something as well. And here's the thing also. Your day-to-day life has changed and there are more distractions than at any point right now. They're around every corner now. Your control, your discipline muscle, it will be tempted. And if you're anything like me, you have had to essentially retrain yourself and rebuild yourself for this current reality that we're existing in. And so as you build up this delayed gratification muscle and you're embracing the long-term over the short-term pleasures, here are some simple habits that you can try. The first one, and think of this like a process as well, is that you can start so small that it's nearly impossible to fail or to say no to something for that day. So maybe it's a five-minute walk You want to get back on the right track with your exercise. It's a five-minute walk. Maybe it's something as simple 
as looking up meal plans for that day. So your nutrition has been poor for maybe the last month or the six weeks. And you know you need to do something. And you might be tempted to hastily just throw everything out of your kitchen or to just blindly follow some diet. But instead of doing something so so massive, what if you just took today and made a strategy for it? To make a meal plan for it? A strategy that goes with your lifestyle and your business that's in congruence with everything. And then you start taking action. Maybe you need to clean the kitchen then and order some new food. That's what slowing down to speed up looks like. When you slow down initially at the beginning to gather your thoughts, to gain the clarity, you're able to move at a much faster speed with more precision down the road. Another idea is to write your new daily operations outright. So working from home with your family there for some of us, and um, it's different. And your schedules are different. It's easy to work all day. I accidentally found it my I accidentally found myself working till midnight one night, and I was like, "How did this happen?" And I didn't have my normal anchors there that stopped me. Normally, I have dinners or hangouts to go to at night, or you know, if it's a Wednesday, I might go salsa dancing at seven, so I know my work is done at like five thirty. But I don't have those anchors anymore. So now we have to be cognizant of placing anchors for ourselves. And the second thing is to build a mindset of 1%. Embrace the power of 1%. And so I'm using this right now as I'm learning Portuguese. You can use this with exercise or writing or any other habit. I know many people who have become lost without a gym to go to right now. Um, I have a friend who hasn't worked out since the lockdown has been in effect. It's been two and a half months because he doesn't have a gym to go to now. And he's just like, I'll wait. I don't agree with that. It doesn't make sense to me. But I know there are people out there who have essentially just pressed the pause button on their fitness. And we can't do that. And so with my Portuguese, for example, if I put 15 minutes of dedicated focus in, that's a win for me for that day. 15 minutes of dedicated focus. Now, I go much, much longer than that. But I'm performing mental alchemy on myself. That's the key here. And so you can do the same thing with your fitness. So maybe it's a 10-minute body weight circuit. Maybe it's 10 minutes of jump roping. And for me, jump roping and body weight training has been my main forms of training for nearly three months now. And the last key part for this when it comes to delayed gratification and building that discipline muscle up is to not break the chain. And I believe this was Jerry Seinfeld who committed to writing a joke each day, each day, I'm sorry, and it didn't matter if the joke was good or bad. It was more about the process. It was more about getting into the a habit of building and becoming a writer because there's a simple philosophy of be, do, and have. You know, we all want the result, but who do we have to be to get that result? And what do we have to do to get that result? And when you don't break the chain, 
that's an example of be, do, and have. And so just like with money, when we're doing these habits, you can leverage the power of compounding in your favor. And so I leave you with challenging times. It doesn't mean that you have to lower your standards right now. There's a lot of fear in the world, but you don't have to give in to that. You don't have to fall into the survival mode. Challenging times doesn't mean that it has to be hard. Challenging times can simply mean it's challenging because it's new and unfamiliar. And there's power in the language that we use. This language that we use, the way we talk about things, that can affect our immune system. And that kind of stuff, it's not going to be televised anytime soon. And you're not going to see that plastered across Facebook. Simple things like the language that you use. But it plays a huge deal when it comes to your immune system, your nervous system health, and your heart health. And building that coherence between all these systems. And so speaking of your immune system, this is a big area. It's a very important area, quite frankly. It's a system in itself. And so on Wednesday, May 27th, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a free live virtual training, and the topic is five keys to building a resilient immune system and thriving during challenging and uncertain times. And so during this training, I'm sharing practical, impactful, and research-backed strategies to building an immune, uh, um, a resilient immune system so you can stay optimized during these uncertain times and put that extra energy towards your business toward making an impact during this time, toward being the leader that you are, the strong leader that you are, and also being there to lead your loved ones. So, and the funny thing is, I've never done a live virtual training before, so I'm excited to be doing this. Um, Normally, I, I, I just do trainings in person, so I'm excited to learn and step into the virtual world a little more. So this is going to be a small and an intimate session, but jam packed full of jewels. And so a few things that will be going on inside this free masterclass, I'm going over, of course, the five keys that top performers are using to keep a resilient and robust immune system. I'm also highlighting what television, nor your favorite guru, is not telling you about health optimization and creating energy on demand. Next, I'm going to talk about three powerful concepts to handling the dark sides of success along with these uncertain times in life and business. And these are some of the same principles that I'm teaching my clients and that I'm also reminding myself in um, these times right now. And of course, I'll be sharing um, my recommended supplements and technology to handling stress along with building a thriving human system. And so this will be simple, but a powerful foundational protocol that you can gradually build up from there as you build up your health goals and other interests. And so there's a lot of noise right now about supplements. Um, But which ones are key for foundational health? That's what I'll be addressing. And we're going to have a Q&A afterward. So you can ask me whatever is on your mind. And, you know, this is going to be impactful, full of practical insights to um, immediately put into your life. Um, I, I have it scheduled for an hour, but I will stay 
as long as it's needed, as long as there are questions, I'll stay there. And to sign up for this free masterclass, you can head over to afl.social forward slash live. And so I will repeat that again, afl.social forward live. I'll have this in the podcast show notes, and I'll also um, share this link over on my website. And until next time, stay awesome and be limitless. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I hope this conversation has made you at least 1% better. I hope this conversation has given you a tool, a tactic, or something that has helped shape your paradigm into becoming your most limitless self. And with that said, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you dig the podcast, go ahead and rate and review it. But five stars, of course. And if you don't dig it, well, just pretend I didn't say anything or just give me another shot because maybe, just maybe, I'm an acquired taste. And so until next time, my friend, stay awesome and be limitless and enjoy the rest of the song. Peace. Peace.